Welcome to Backstage, Small Church, Big Vision. If you're a small church leader that wants to have big impact, this podcast is for you, so subscribe. The topic of the week is how to recruit volunteers, so let's get into it. What's up, Backstage Leaders? I'm Kevin Gallahue. I'm Andrew Gravagna, and today we're going to be talking about how to recruit volunteers. Yep. But before we get into that, we're going to go right into Lose, Learn, Win. All right, so lose, learn, win. I'll start this off. Go. I got a really good loss. And it's funny because, (laughs) yeah, because we're talking about recruiting volunteers and we're in that same stage in my church. Um, We're trying to recruit people for our audio and visual team. And so I'm the worship leader. I'm struggling with being on stage, but also controlling the sound booth. And it's, I'm trying to do everything. And so we run everything through Ableton. And we use MIDI's, um, MIDI channels to cue it to ProPresenter and also the lights, right? Mm-hmm. And so the problem was on Sunday, we start off the countdown, mm-hmm. we're all good, everything's going good, right? The second song comes up, all right? Uh-huh. And before we do the second song, we have a bumper video, right? In my weird bumper yeah, video, bumper. we talked about this last yeah, week. Bumper video. <laughs> Which is really good. Before the service started, they forgot to mute the audio of the Mac. Oh, yeah. And so when the bumper video went up, I was saying here, uh, you can do all things. Oh, no, it's just like playing Spotify. (sighs) Oh, and, and so we're on stage. We're on stage. And I can't go back there and mute it. Well, I'm going to put my guitar down and go over there. So so <laughs> my dad goes back there, mutes it, everything. Matthew goes back there and finds out how to do it. And it was a disaster. It was a disaster. And so I'm freaking out. Second song goes up. We do it. Yes, I will. Right? By, uh, oh, by Vertical Worship. Great yeah, song. Great song. I forgot to keep up. <sighs> Good. Oh, fine. And I don't have my... <laughs> and also my ears aren't mixed well so i can't hear my acoustic guitar that well and so i don't know i don't have the cable on it's disaster <laughs> playing the whole song in the wrong key we're gonna play like we should know who has the worst loss <laughs> go ahead because nice. i know yours okay yeah so my my loss was we just started up a youth group yay, yay. you know during covid it's always hard to figure out when to start that up but we finally Pull the trigger. We start up youth group. We have masks. You know, we got to mm-hmm. figure out the games. You youth pastors out there, you know that it's hard to figure out games for COVID, but we we make do. Well, I plan every little thing, and I'm so excited. I get I get the, the drinks, the snacks, and I set up the the electric drum set for one of the teens. I set up the the keyboard MIDI, so it's everything's getting run through my laptop. So I have the big keyboard. My laptop that gives the sounds for the the keyboard, and then I have my iPad set up like this with the chord sheets. Well, we're in the middle of heaven and earth. Heaven and earth. Oh my god! My goodness! My iPad fell, and not only did it shut off, it turned the volume down, but it knocked off the knob that was controlling the volume. So I had to quickly put the knob back on, and then be able to. Oh my goodness! It was your knob fell off. Yeah, the knob fell off because like it, it was just it was it was a shame, but <laughs> it happens, right? It happens, you know. But yeah, it's okay. But we did. But the win, the win of the night was for sure that we had youth group, um, and everybody that was from the age of uh, seventh grade to twelfth uh, grade. I know some of you guys have to do sixth to twelfth. 
the situation yeah. we're in are the kids ended at sixth. So we just naturally do seventh. So seventh to twelfth, they all showed up. They all showed up. So that's a big win because they showed up, they were involved, and that's awesome. Andrew, what was your win? Good question. Had a lot of L's, but we had a W. We did have a W. This week, they make the win. <laughs> make the win. Two L's make that W. That's right. And so our win was our youth group had a nice meetup outside nice. in the parking lot. We did a fire pit, some music, hanging out with them. We watched a movie. And and as, as youth group um, pastors, if you're out there, some of the best things you can do is just hang out with yeah. youth. Yeah, I mean, we 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 fall into and um, preparing and doing worship and and you know message and it's all finding good small groups, whatever it is. But sometimes just hanging out with them is the best thing. And that's what I them. learned this week yeah. um, and really got that W is that some people from my youth group were like, "Yo, this is the best youth group I I've been at." Nice, yeah, and it was it, good. It was I saw it on one. Instagram. It was it was sweet. It looked awesome. Yeah, it, it was it was definitely sweet. And so before we get into our topic. Make sure that you follow us and like us on all social platforms. If you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe and hit that bell. Ding! So now let's get into recruiting volunteers. So we have six ways of recruiting volunteers. But before we get into the first one, I just want to let you guys know that there is really only so much you can control That's as good. the leader. So. If none of this works for you or you're in a situation where you actually may have nobody because I've been there in a church of 15, you literally have nobody because everybody else doesn't want to do anything. Yeah. I get it. So there is only so much that you can control. But the first way to recruit volunteers is to pray and think. So pray and think. This is very important because sometimes we get so hung up on the physical end of stuff. Right. Uh, this step is very, very important. If you pray without thinking, you may actually never get that volunteer. And if you don't do enough prayer, you may actually put somebody in a wrong place. So it's very, very important that you pray. We need to be very focused on the spiritual end of this because for all you know, God may be working on somebody's heart to volunteer now and you need to pray and God will reveal that, give you that revelation. And then he'll tell you a way to connect with that person potentially. So make sure that you pray and you think. Yeah. And, it, and it's, and it's definitely a gift to recognize other people's gifts, yep. right? Recognize what, you know, what they're good at or what their passions are getting to know them. So make sure you pray and think. That leads us to our next uh, point, which is learn your congregation. Yeah, so learn your congregation. Yep. Uh, pastoring isn't just about preaching. Or if you're <laughs> just a leader, it's not just about leading the group into a little devotional, right? It's about learning and having a relationship with your congregation, with the people there. Uh, church is about building each other up. Learn uh, each person's passion. Learn what they're good at. You don't want to put somebody that's good at music into uh, parking a car. I don't know. Yeah. You could, you could, but they. You want to put people where they're best at, yeah. right? That's where God's passion is. That's what uh, your passion should be too. People want 
to be people are going to give you their best and what they're passionate about that's right and so god gave everybody each individual gifts so we want to make sure that we use them the right way that we steward them yes. the correct way so make sure you learn what makes your congregation tick really yeah uh, so that brings us to our next way is be a salesperson so be a salesperson Really what I mean by that is know your church, know all your ministries that are in need. Um, just like just like a car salesman, if you're trying to sell a Toyota Camry and you don't know what works for a Toyota Camry or the disadvantages of having one or advantages of having one, you can't convince someone to buy it. So you can't convince someone who's struggling with if they should or should not volunteer in kids ministries. You, you, you can't convince them that if they do serve, it's so satisfying that you get to see a kid literally grow, grow from the age of three to when, the, to when they're 12 and graduate out of kids ministries. You get to create a leader. You get to be a salesperson. You, you got to know your church, your ministries and everything that's in need. But not only that, keep in touch with the, the ministry leaders and keep it always on your head so that if you see someone new that comes in, you're able to connect with them and, and potentially set them up to be a volunteer in that ministry. Right. And it's it, it, you can't make it sound boring. You yeah. can't make it sound boring. It, like say like say you're leader of I don't know the welcome team or the yeah. greeting team, and you say oh All yeah, you have to do is wave. Well, you just wave at them. Yeah, yeah you're just, right. You don't make it sound boring. No, don't make it sound boring. Say listen, we're gonna put music out there. We're gonna jump. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna we're you're gonna hang creating out. the vibes, man. Like Dude, you're the you're, energy starter. Like you, yeah, make yeah. them make them. Um, sound, make it like they're valuable, which they are. Make sure that yep. they know that and make sure that they, they realize that, okay? Yep. And so that brings me to my, and if you don't have those people, create your volunteers. So that brings me to the next point, create volunteers. Yep. All right, so create volunteers. Yep. Create volunteers. Yep. Listen, you, especially if you're at a small church, you're not going to, if, and you just started a mi uh, ministry in your church or a worship leader or whatever, or AV, you're not gonna sound great at first. No. You're, you're not gonna sound amazing at first. And we were talking about, I'm going through the same thing where you know we're building up our AV, our AV team. We're not gonna be that great right now. We're not going to be, we have to build up. And so our job as leaders is to see the potential in people. Yeah. And when I, it, yeah, you don't know this, you don't know, they wanna play drums, but they don't really know how to play drums. Show them how to play drums. If they don't know how to how to sing, get the singer or who's who's the best singer in your worship team and teach them or send them videos. I, you, there's gonna be a process of um, of teaching somebody and, and training people. That's yep. that's gotta be our heart. Create volunteers. Create people. Um, you know, if you see somebody that wants to serve, get them into somewhere where they can serve. Yeah, it's a, it's very important. And so, and also be responsible about this. If that person can play a bass or or a guitar or something, don't be so quick to put people into position. Don't be so quick to put somebody in a pulpit. You know, they have to they have to have a spiritual walk with God. They have to be, um, you know, have a good relationship with Jesus. If they don't, then who where are they leading them into? Yeah. And so we have to be careful as leaders to do this also. Constantly, constantly challenge people to grow and figure out yep. their giftings and talents from God. You know, we have to challenge people. Don't stay where you're at. Don't, don't just, don't just. I could play some chords. No, get better at, get your, better craft. at your craft. Yeah, yeah. Get, yeah, get better. Own, own that thing. Yeah. I, I got into drums because when we started the church, we didn't have a drummer. Yep. And so I was the only one that knew how to knew how to do a little bit of it. I wasn't good at first. I was I was borderline terrible. 
<laughs> that's what it was. You have to learn. But th through the years, guess what happened? It, I got better. It's either this. I, I, went, I went to a gateway conference a long time ago, mm -hmm. and we went to the worship leader one, and worship team one, and they were talking about, they said, listen, is there two ways to grow your worship team? Either pay the worship team or get somebody train the young person up yep. and they're going to stink for a little bit. But yep. you have to be bad before you're good. Yeah, you're going to be but but they might learn it and 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 they might get better and if they do get better and they love it, you got somebody not paying and they're good. You know, just you just got to stick with that process. You got to stick with the process and then also sure. be ready to do the small things. Yep. In training people, what you know, in training people and whatever they're doing. Like like we said, I'm I'm going through this right now. You got you got to be ready to do the small things. I'm doing. Go, you want you want to say something? No, but I'm I'm doing Ableton. I'm doing yeah, lights. I'm doing ProPresenter. I'm doing sound sound booth right now. Why? Because we have nobody to do it right now. And so yeah. my my dad, my pastor says, listen, we need to fill that spot up. Are you able to do it? My answer is gonna be yes. I, mm -hmm. I, I gotta fill it up. Somebody's gotta do it. And so now my heart is, I'm gonna do the small things, but I'm gonna train somebody. Yeah, that's right. And so, but I think the most important thing is that you have to be ready to do the small things when you're teaching them because you're taking someone who doesn't know the area that they're in, but they may have a gifting in it because you see it in them. But you have to be patient with them and you have to have grace and understanding that you have to teach them every little thing. But that brings us to the next way, which is be clear and concise. So be clear and concise. Basically, what I mean is this. Don't be general, don't be ambiguous. Let them know specifically what you expect from them and what the church expects for them. For example, if it's kids ministry, be honest with them. Say, listen, I'm the kids ministries pastor. We're looking for a couple volunteers out of the month to uh, empower the next generation. What that entails is this. We'll give you a schedule a month in advance and you need to show up at least a half hour early for a rundown of the service that Sunday. And then outside of that, you should be good to go and we'll we'll teach you the rest. OK, but if it's a bigger like leadership role, let them know that it may take five to ten hours out of their week, because if you have clear expectations before they accept, then if they if they don't meet them, uh, you know, then you can like meet up with them and say what's going on but if you aren't if you aren't clear and concise with the expectation you may actually not on purpose but you may start to harbor bitterness towards them because you're like why aren't they doing this and also they may start harboring bitterness towards you because right. they're like i didn't know i was signing up for this i didn't know how to give five hours out of my week for this come on so make sure you're going to win a lot of people over when you're very clear and concise with what they need to do and with expectations yeah when you're specific they they can make the decision right there that or take whatever time they you know you give them to make a decision yep. whether they're going to do it or not or if they're interested or not and, and that's such a great way to get people um on board to where you need them to be right yep. recruiting volunteers and so that brings us to our next point speak to vision and a mission. And so our last point, speak to vision and mission. Yep. People will help out if they see a need. Yep. People aren't going to help out if they're like, oh, you know, people people are already doing it. And yeah. I'm not going to bring that much value. No, you know, if they know the, the vision, the mission of, of the, the ministry that you're leading, they're more likely to say, hey, I could be a good asset to this. Right. Mm -hmm. And let them know they could be a, a really good asset to it. Mm -hmm. Um and also, people will follow a vision and mission a lot quicker and easier and easier 
then they will follow a need to fill a position, yep. right? They'll 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 find themselves that they're that it's a valuable that they could be valuable, and that they're needed, right? Yeah. It's that it, they need to know that what they're doing is important, that it's not in vain, that that when you're helping on a kids ministry, you're empowering when you yeah. are when you are greeting, you are creating the energy of the experience for the for the newcomer. When, when you're when you're up playing bass, you're not just thumping around. You are help bringing people to the foot of the Lord in worship. People need to know the mission and the vision of what the ministry does. And also the church. Let them know what the church's mission and vision is. Uh, so that brings us to the question of the week. So if you were an animal, what animal would you be? My youth group? If you ask my youth group, yeah, they'll say I'm a giraffe. Why? Because they, dude, I, do I have, they say I have a long neck. Yo, guys, please comment in the section. Do I have a long neck or not? Yo, can you tape measure that real quick? <laughs> I don't though, right? I don't think so. Okay, thank you. But kids, and they, call you, they call you short neck. Since right? could be ruthless. No, that they. One kid said I had no neck, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even sure. Or no, no, it was no chin. That's what it was. But the, you know, this happens. <laughs> That's bad. That's bad. Hey, yo, yeah. kid. Yo. Some of my youth group watches this. You better stop that. That's, I know. Cut that nonsense. <laughs> so no, so I'm a lab. I'm a lab. If I'm, if I think if I could be an animal, I would be a Labrador retriever. I can see that. I can see that. Um, I personally think that I would be. Um, like a pug mixed with like a squirrel. What Wait, I'm, what? What I mean by that is this: squirrels, <laughs> squirrels can be really empty-headed and like goofy, right? Yeah. Right. And then they get so so tunnel visioned on what they're doing, right? But then pugs, they, you know, they're cute, but they also think that they're bigger than what they are. So that's me. I'm telling you, that's what I am. I have the energy of a squirrel and tunnel vision of a squirrel, and I'm goofy, and I'm like a pug because I'm lovable, but sometimes I act too big, but I'm actually small. That's what it is. You like a lap? You think you're a lap dog? That's what it is. But you're not. Basically, I sit on people's lap and they. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do. That. <laughs> that's weird. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Well, that's what's gonna do it for this episode. That's right. We're recruiting volunteers. Um. Listen, make sure you check us out on all social platforms. Follow, like. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe and hit that bell. Yep. So you can get the latest video of Backstage. That's right. And we're out. You threw the whoa. <laughs> <laughs>